Hey, Chad. What are we hey, doing? On this, what are we doing on this podcast? I don't know, man. Uh, I can't believe Pilo and uh, Bump left us the keys with access to the podcast. Hey, I've got a great idea, and I want you to hear me out on this. All right. Is it going to cost me any money? It's going to cost you a lot of time. Is it going to cost me any hair loss? Mm, not any more than you've already lost. Is it going to cost me to? Is it, is it going to cost me to drink bourbon? Lots of it. Wait a minute. Hold on. Go ahead. I'm listening. Oh, so let's let's get a uh, golf tournament together with a lot of the listeners of this podcast. What do you think about that? Um, I think it's you have my interest. Uh, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did y'all get in here? What hey, what Bob is going gave, on? The door Bob was gave me the key. Bump said we could do this, but I'm gonna blame Rockwell. What in the what 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 what? I, I can't understand. This is absolute nonsense. All right, look, we're gonna get the show. Okay, let's get to the show. Welcome to To the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, brought to you by our good friends at 4th Street Bar and Grill. We are recording this on April the 17th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and from Florida and from Madison. So we got that. Uh, here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only Patrick Lowry. Yo, man. Uh, what a weekend we got a lot to talk about we it has been a long time coming and uh this is gonna be a good one also joining us tonight uh we'll start off with chad dickens hey yo how's it everybody this is just for shane i hope you can hear it weak a little squeaky, uh, a little squeaky. weak a little, also, little, little weak. And also, Matt Rockwell. What's up, Matt? Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me this week. Absolutely. Thank y'all for having me. Appreciate it. I want to re remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you by 4th Street Bar and Grill, always the place to be pre and post game for every USM sporting event. Have all the games on if you can't make it to the game. $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday, home style plate lunches. Remember when you go by there to tag us on social so you can get yourself a shout out. Speaking of speaking of Fourth Street, mm -hmm. dude, the other night we went had an awesome time, right? For Coop's birthday. Let me just can I throw out there how awesome that chicken Philly is? Just because Chad's on. I'm Whoa, go you talking about a girl mm -hmm. in like Philadelphia? Yeah, yeah. She had some bell peppers and onions, and man, <laughs> it was solid. <laughs> so good. Wow. <laughs> off the top rope pillow foodie talk buddy. foodie talk early tonight <laughs> well you said that chick in philly i was like Whoa. yeah chick in philly hey lisa watch out uh so um if you haven't figured it out yet uh chad and matt are on to help us talk about the golf tournament we have coming up this week the to the top talk tournament it's finally here. Thank God. This thing's a nightmare to put together. <laughs> but um, before we get to that, uh, I'll just kind of lay out the, the, the agenda of the show. 
what happened since the last time we recorded? Well, a whole lot of winning happened. Uh, lots of offense out at the Pete. Always good to see. A four and a half hour rain delay for the ages. That was fun. Uh, softball finally starting to figure it out a little bit. The emergence of one Nicholas Monastere, Nikki Ball game, if you will. And we finally got some voice memos in. So thanks to you guys that sent these things in. Fantastic job. The first one that you're going to hear is from SBC Refs. You can follow him on Twitter at SBC Refs. The second is from Listener James, and this one's a doozy. So buckle up, um, sit back, and enjoy these voicemails. It's just SBC Refs encouraging you to listen to our friends to the top talk. If you don't listen to them, you eat raisin canes without the sauce. Hello, this message is for Do the Top Joke, Jason and Patrick. Listen, my name is James Johnson. James Johnson. Not to be confused with James Madison. That's who we're playing this weekend. And I've got a question about that and how it pertains to baseball. Now, James Madison is not a school. It's not a baseball team. James Madison according to the Google machine, is a dead president. This man was born over 200 years ago, and you're telling me that we've got to play them in baseball. How's he going to hold a bat? How's he even going to show up to the campus? Are they going to put him in a casket? And roll him into the stadium? I mean, what are we even doing as a baseball program? I remember back in the 1940s playing other schools. And we actually had a team, a program, a proper program. Not playing dead presidents. I mean, what is this? I'm not paying money to go see us play a corpse. Now, that's all I wanted to talk about. Y'all have a good rest of your show. Welcome back to the show. That was your voicemail segment. You know, I hope it, I, I hope it, <laughs> I hope that people keep sending them in. Um, I the bar has it, been set pretty high. Let's bar just has say been that. set really high. And, and look, I also, I, I, I realized that it's a, it's it's kind of weird, right? You getting the voicemail thing up and or the voice memo on your phone and just talking to yourself for quite a while. But people do this all the time anyway. They call me up on the phone. They probably call you guys up on the phone, and you just sit there for a while. You can't even get a word in because it's just like take, take, take. Opinion, opinion, opinion. Just do it into your voice note, you know, and send it on over. You can hear yourself on here. But I'm gonna have to have some reaction from you guys. We we, we played it for y'all, so. First off, which, well, I don't want to say which one's your favorite one because they're both good, but one of them was just out of the park, right? The one from James. Um, what did you guys think about that? 
Yeah, he, yeah, that, yeah, there, I don't think anybody who calls in the rest of the year is going to top that. (laughs) I mean, that was, that, yeah, I, I, I am. Sounds like a challenge. challenge. I I don't think anybody can accept, I don't think anybody's going to, you know what, Pilo, if somebody beats that one, I will give you $50. (laughs) Sweet. Mm. I like that. That would be great, especially if Pilo was like the judge of that contest. Like any one of them. Hey, yeah, but that no. would matter. Katie is <laughs> got to be, be the judge. Got to be oh involved. Yeah, can't get Katie involved. Can't get Katie involved. Um, but but no, that that was that was great, uh, and it was great. James uh, beating the corpse. It was wonderful. Yeah. So hope we can do a lot more of that. But but you anyway, beat the corpse. Yeah. Send in your voicemails. It's really cool. Um. And, and we've already introduced these guys so far, but Matt, uh, we'll start with you. Yep. Just give a quick little uh, synopsis of your Golden Eagle fanhood. Like, when did you go to school here? Did you, you know, did you go to school here? What was the moment that made you such a big fan and, and, and a continued supporter today? So my fandom goes back to my parents. And um, for some reason, my dad went to high school in New Hampshire. My mom went to uh, high school in uh, Central Florida, and they both uh, ended up going to Southern Miss. And um, you know, they they both left Southern Miss. My my dad was a Kappa Sig when Buffett was down there around that time. My mom was the captain of the Dixie Darlings. So you know, we it's it was ingrained in me from a from a you know from an infant. I was going going to to the stadium at the Rock. We were we would tailgate in the old intramural field right right there. Um, you know, right at the gate of the the east east side upper deck, and go you know play in the bushes and do all that. So from that time, um, from that time on, I was just diehard, and I was one of the the odd ones out in high school and in uh, elementary school, just always wearing my Southern Miss gear and doing that. And so went through high school and and ended up going to a uh, to a high resource school right at a at a at a high school. So what? took a scholarship. Took a scholarship, went to a high resource school, and then came back. Uh, went, <laughs> went went to junior college, met my wife, and uh, told her I had somewhere better else we sh- we should go and and finish our college. So we we came down to Hattiesburg for the the final three years. What years were you here? So I was there ninety seven through a one. So the same so, exact time that I was here. Some solid yeah. years, but you know, but. Yeah, I was I was hiding out working at O'Charlie's the whole time. Didn't really do a whole <laughs> lot of stuff on campus. Um, so what happens when you have a a, a newborn and and uh, start a family early in your college career? I think we had different college experiences. Yes. <laughs> Chad, at what about so, you? At, at Southern, you did not. I, I would say I, I experienced my stuff the first. I got you. Years, so. Yeah. No, I mean for me, I guess. You know, starts, you know, with dad, you know, uh, dad was there 64 to 66. Uh, he was a Kappa Sig. Um, I think I made my first football game, I guess, would have been 77 was my first football game. Uh, and just grew from there, you know, uh, tried to get into southern but uh 
you know, that uh, that two point for me to get in to, to Southern uh, <laughs> fell just a little bit short getting in. Um, you know, and I was fortunate enough to you know grow up with Rock, you know, because his dad and my dad being Kappa Six together, and so I've known Matt for God, what going on forty odd years yeah. now. I guess we've known each other. Um, just super fortunate. And then, uh, you know, Jason, you know, a few games soccer with your dad, which is how we came to know each other. And Pilo, well, you just appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> and, you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, you know, started at 77, going to football games and uh, just grown from there. Uh, so for better part of, 46 years, I guess I've been a fan now. Love it. And when you're talking about your dad, you're talking about the great Charlie Dickens uh, and, and, and everybody yes, that went to any games for any amount of time. You, I'm sure you've probably seen the, the guy with the hat, with the buttons on the hat, right, and the suspenders. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've talked about yep, him on the yep. show several times. We interviewed him. I interviewed him on the show uh, one time. Yeah. So, uh, so, so, yeah. so that's the reference there. Um, yeah, and – you know, and it's funny you mentioned that because I think you'd asked him, you know, that, you know, when he does pass away, you know, that uh, I'd mentioned about getting the hat and pen and whatever. Dad said, uh, you know, over my dead body, hey, Pop, I guess I got him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, because he'd always wanted to go to Southern and everything. But uh, Roger and Mom kind of, vetoed that and said no you need to keep wearing them and keep it in the family and we are so but we were uh, well yeah thanks yeah, one of my one of my fondest well. one of my fondest southern miss memories is chad was i guess he was at were you at paris island you were in, in the marines yeah, and i was at paris island and, uh yep and chad's dad had a winnebago and they used to travel everywhere well this one game chad's chad's dad charlie and Roger and a couple other guys, they invited dad and I, and we loaded up in the RV on a Friday night after high school football and took off to Jacksonville, Florida. And then we got to see uh, Brett beat Florida State and uh, got back on the RV and went right back to Jackson. So, wow. Roger and I sat back in the back playing Nintendo while the dads and they were playing Bouray in the, in the RV and I don't know what else went down, but everybody had a good time. Who's That's driving awesome. this thing? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, there and back. That's right. Yeah, there and back the whole way. Uh, probably smoking a whole bunch of cigarettes <laughs> and drinking a whole lot of coffee. You know, Matt mentioned road trip, and then this has been my last road. This has been my last dad story because I'm gonna start crying and crap. But uh, probably my, my favorite, <clears throat> my favorite Charlie memory. Uh, you know, dad road trip was, you know, help me here, was it what, 82, 83, when we went down to Tallahassee, bitch not out of Florida State. What was it, 83? With Collier? I was seven years old. Yeah. I wasn't born, I was but 13. Yeah. Shut up, Jason. <laughs> Shut up, Pilo. Uh, yeah, so, somewhere around there, though. Was that on the black and white TV? Like 82, 83, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, 83, you know, we go to Tallahassee. Well, dad had a truck company. Partner had a van. So, we load up in the partner's van. 
left their office Friday night, like, I don't know, midnight, one in the morning, drove Tallahassee. We parked, dad and my partner slept. All the kids went and did one thing. We go to the ball game. We went back in the van, back to the house, made it home, round trip, 23 and a half hours. Wow. Solid. That was 81. For the record. 81. Thank you. So I was yep. 11. Thank you. I was 11. So let me ask you guys this. Uh, who is to blame for this to the top talk journey idea? <laughs> do you want my answer or do you want Rockwell's <laughs> you, answer? You can go first. Uh, I will forever blame Matt Rockwell for this. <laughs> this is all Rockwell's fault. I'm going to let him take it from here. Let him tell the story. Well, of how this all came about. So I had been listening to pod for, for several years um, before all this went down. I got to thinking, I always tailgated my dad, his friends, and didn't really have anybody, you know, in my age. Um, like I said, I didn't do a whole lot when I was at Southern, so raise a family. So I didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot of people my age. So I know Chad was home one weekend up visiting his parents and it was a weekend of Louisiana Tech game over in Ruston. And I called him up and said, Hey, me and my son are going to go. Do you want to ride with us? And I got, a, I got to talking about, Hey, what do you think about this? What if there's a lot of people that don't, that listen to this podcast and don't know other folks that listen to this podcast, but we all have one thing in common. And I said, if we could find some way to get us all together, maybe, you know, fellowship a little bit and, you know, maybe make, make some, make some friendships, um, you know, so that's, that's kind of what I pitched to Chad and Chad said, you know, that sounds like something that, you know, we might can do. And we kind of blew it off for maybe a year or two. And then we started talking about it and now we're three years into it. And like you said, it's a lot of work and, you know, I, you know, I know Chad does, the omen share of it, so all props to him and doing all the all the leg work. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I, no, if it wasn't for Chad, then this thing would would not get done yeah. at all for sure. But I, I have to wanna, say, I want to let everybody know that the first time I heard about it, Chad's like, "Do you want to play golf?" I said, "Yes." And then the next thing I know, it's this tournament. We're raising money. There's hole sponsors. And you got to get this. And we got long drive, and we got close to the hole. And I'm like, dude said yes like I'd, I'd like to go play that morning that's what yeah. i said so but it has turned into a, to a great thing but anyway Pilo, sorry i didn't mean to step yeah on no you. it's okay I, I just wanted to say like last year was my first year to play uh in it and uh it's fantastic uh those of you who missed out you're gonna miss out and um you know if we do it again in 24 you need to sign up because i mean if you're if you're you know you enjoy golf and you know everybody plays in these crazy you know uh scrambles where people shoot 46s or whatever but like the, the way we do it with the Ryder cup style the black and gold team it's it really is fun and uh mm -hmm. it's something different and like we said all the all the proceeds go to the men's and women's golf team and um it's i'm looking forward to it got my dad playing in it this year um so he's he's coming up from mobile and Eba. and gonna play and uh it's gonna be a good time i'm looking forward to it one of my best friends is playing with me this this year so uh I can't wait. So we'll go around the horn real quick. Where, how's everybody's game looking? Um, Chad? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've had, <laughs> I've had one round this year and it was the, uh, two man scramble, uh, for the golf team. 
and uh, the guy they partnered me, paired me up with, uh, Jim Dukes, just amazing, amazing guy. Uh, plays Hattiesburg, plays, plays HTC four days a week. So he's been playing it for 40 years. And uh, we shot, when they went it up four over. And he shot, when I say we shot four over, I mean, he shot four over. Because <laughs> uh, I I think I had maybe four golf shots that contributed to the team. And the rest were fireball shots. And other than that, I, no, <laughs> I only had one fireball <laughs> shot, believe it or not. And that was on, I think it was about our eighth or ninth hole. I'd only had a beer, two beers. I did that fireball shot, and it just went south from there. Classic. So my game is in the tank right now. Rock? Um, I don't so much play golf as attempt golf, and that's kind of where the game's at right now. So it, uh, <laughs> Friday and Saturday should be interesting. You yeah. But where's your game at? Oh, well, I play. you said you played one time this year. I played one time this year also, and it was this morning. So, um, and, uh, and how'd you shoot? Oh, uh, we did our, we did all right. We held it. I don't, I don't know. I think we shot 12 under it was, but it was, it was a four man, which it wasn't that great, which it was a purpose. And, you know, it can be hard to get the ball close out there sometimes, but I, I, yeah, I'll tell you is, what, I went in with course. such yeah. low expectations that I exceeded this, but they started pretty low to begin with. So. That's a- Pilo is a real golfer and here. Pilo? Pilo, what you got? Uh, I mean, I've only played a couple times this year too. Uh, but I have, it's crazy. The few times I have played, I've shot one of the worst scores I've ever had and I've shot one of the best scores. So it's really a coin flip. I really don't know what the, what I'm going to try to get out there before Friday. And uh, keep those, keep those good swings coming. Yeah, for for sure. Um, and we we hit on the sponsors for just a second, but Chad, I mean, you've, you've done, yeah. At all of it um so i don't think i know well i do know some of them that you sent me but you know a couple. yeah go ahead and run us through the sponsors real quick yeah so uh you know we did you know we asked you know hard hours for a whole sponsorship and uh the first year we've done this so i was truly amazed at um what we were able to do um but I, I got to give, you know, this will take me a minute, so y'all forgive me. Um, I got to give a huge, huge shout out of thank yous to uh, Emerald Shore Adventures Fishing Charter uh, down here in Pretty Key. Uh, good friend of mine, uh, Tyrone Edwards. Uh, they just they just opened up uh, a trip this year. Uh, and uh, he was gracious enough to kick in and they uh, go out, I don't know, uh, 10, 12 miles, and they will get you on some fish for sure. Uh, Moses Mizzleware down in Gulfport. Uh, the Moses family are huge, huge, huge supporters of uh, Southern Miss. Uh, the entire family are Kappa Sigs uh, with Chase, uh, his son Chase, his dad, JR. Uh, it's been tremendous to the Southern Miss family. Uh, our favorite bar down here called the Jellyfish uh, here at Perdido Key for the best sushi and martinis on the key. You got to hit up Jellyfish. 
Uh, we got Brian's Vendworks up in Collins. Uh, can't thank you enough. Uh, my friend uh, Will Harris grew up with him and uh, Moto Mortgage. Uh, they piped in this year. Uh, you guys are going to love this. Mr. Neckroll himself, Mr. 43, Mr. Marshant Kenny and his uh, Anyone, Anytime, and Anywhere podcast. They're sponsoring the whole this year. Uh, our, our good, good friend, uh, Jason Baker and uh, Prestige Insurance Agency are uh, kicking in this year. Uh, Mr. Herman Duggan, uh, he kicked in uh, this year. And then I've got to give a very special thank you to uh, a good friend of mine, uh, Sean Summers and uh, Calisoga Wines up there in Madison. He uh, donated uh, a few bottles for this year's auction. Uh, he gave up uh, two of his uh, very special store picks and uh, uh, a bottle to be named later. Um, and if anybody knows Sean, that area, you know, the barrel picks that he puts together for his store are just truly amazing. And I've been sipping on one tonight and well, I'm feeling like Shane usually does. And he's about three sheets to the wind on his thumbs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, shout out to Shane. But no, uh, without these guys' support and help, you know, this, this tournament wouldn't be possible, you know, with, you know, <clears throat> without Matt having this idea. And when he says, and we need to clarify when Matt says we, when Matt says we need to do something, it's going to be you need to do it. <laughs> because for the first two years, Matt just said, okay, when's the tournament and what time are we playing? And this is our third <laughs> one. And, you know, and, and you know, it, and what Jason failed to mention is that this is started off as a huge hold our beer tournament, hold our beer moment, you know, cause I called Jason up, I don't know, end of the year, a couple of years ago. And I might, I might've been three pours deep of Alonzo of a uh, stag junior. I said, Hey Jason, we're about doing something. All right. So what am I doing this golf tournament? Let's see when the baseball schedule comes out. All right. Baseball schedule came out. How's this weekend look for you? Looks good. All right, let's put the tournament on. You know, 20 guys came out first year. I think it was that right, Jason? I think so. Yeah. Like 20 mm -hmm. guys, you know, raised a few hundred bucks. Well, you know, Chad, you know, you mentioned the first two years raising the money. And uh, so far this year, we've already raised more money than we did last year, which is uh, which was a lot more than the first year. Um, I know that money goes a long way to the golf team. Um, you know, if anybody else wants to, uh, you know, donate after hearing this, uh, they can get in touch with to the Top Talk uh, email, and we can tell you how to direct that money. Um, so every little bit helps for the golf team. They they don't get the big, the big bucks like like some of the you know the the big three get. So every little bit helps yeah and, and and eddie and lucy you're going to be making an appearance i, I think in that right jed yeah yeah um so last year you know backstory there's always a backstory to everything we do here for some reason uh you know last year uh you know uh eddie uh bennett ruby 
Cam Guidry, uh, Icy Cockerham, and I want to say it was J.C. Fields came out last year, hit balls for us on the par threes. Um, and everybody seemed to love that. This year, uh, Eddie and Lucy are going to come out with us along with uh, Bennett and J.C. Uh, going to divide them up, uh, put them on a couple of par threes, and they're going to hit balls for us. Um, and, you know, I'm just – I'm going to lost for words. But uh, I don't think you're at a loss for words. That is true. Yeah, that's already ever. <laughs> so, so, but this one, I really I truly. Yeah, but but and, and look and look also, and we we are going to get to the show in here in a minute. But uh, I I don't want to um, I don't want to go without thanking Born Brothers right for making all these whole sponsor signs. They, oh, they sure. stepped up and did that. Reagan Grant kind of headed that up. So uh, special thanks to uh, Born Brothers uh, for that as well and yeah it's gonna be nice seeing eddie and lucy out there you know we got two of the best um and they're, they're oh, really sure. taking this golf program uh to to newer heights um speaking of newer heights and newer stuff in general pilo update us on the merchandise we have and a bunch of new t-shirts yeah so uh we are we updated some new shirts for baseball season uh as we're kind of hitting our stride here we want to kind of to add a couple of new shirts uh, out there. So go check that out at bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk. And right now until Friday, we're running a 10% off sale on the website. Uh, so if you go there, put some shirts in your cart, they have to be the baseball shirts. Uh, we have, we're doing a sale just on all baseball related t-shirts and it'll be pretty obvious which ones those are. Uh, but you'll use the code S M T T T, uh, at checkout. And, um, uh, That'll get you 10% off your order. I just ordered myself a rocks, kicks, and delivers shirt. Yep. Had to have it. That was a brilliant idea. Uh, there's also for the love of sod, and I believe there's a rally socks on the way. In the works. In it the works. Probably okay. be up uh, tomorrow. Awesome. Um, so, man, let's, like, I'll tell you, it's, it's been long enough. Let's Let's go ahead and get to some meat of the show here. Southern Miss stats. Follow him at USM underscore stats underscore info. Gave us some nice stats from the JMU series. Slade Wilkes goes four for 12 with three home runs, 11 RBIs. By comparison, James Madison had nine runs all weekend. Wow. Um, lots of crazy, of crazy stats, but this one is mind blowing. Uh, Tanner Hall, five and a third innings pitched, 12 hits allowed. The rest of the USM pitchers. 19 and two-thirds innings pitched, only 10 hits allowed. Doesn't even seem possible. Seems like I messed that one up. Um, and after the rain delay on Saturday, plus today's game, which was Sunday, uh, we outscored James Madison 22 to 3, which was the final nine and a half innings of the series. Rally socks. Yes, the rally socks, indeed. And like right after that rain delay. Um, and uh, this this is pretty neat too. He, he he digs so deep for these stats, but so listen here. Game three, offensive results from the last three weekends. So game three, right? The third game of the series, one of which is on Saturday. So you can't say Sunday, but game three, offensive results versus Troy, thirteen runs, three seventy five batting average, versus Old Dominion, eleven runs, three thirty three batting average. Versus James Madison, 15 runs, 455 batting average. So 
pretty good. Not hearing a lot of talk about Travis Creel these days, are we? <laughs> hmm? Is he okay now? Are we good with that? Yeah. Um, th- there was one, uh, I guess, less than bright spot last week. We did play the University of Alabama uh, in the midweek, and the game did not go well. Um, and it was kind of an ass whooping, honestly. Uh, we probably just should have canceled the game, considering the circumstances. If you guys don't know, if listeners don't know, well, the flight out of Charlotte was delayed 12 hours. That didn't mean they went over to a hotel. We sat our ass in, a, in the airport, right, for 12 hours all night long, waiting on the next flight. Didn't, have, didn't even fly out of Charlotte until Monday. Remember, we played the tie in Tuscaloosa on Tuesday, okay? So we didn't fly out until Monday after a three-game set. Um, hung out in the airport for the duration of the layover. Flew into New Orleans on Monday, so lost the complete half of a day. Then busted to Hattiesburg, then busted to Tuscaloosa, and then we got spanked. But, and I'm not taking anything away from the Tide, but they also threw a you know fifth year graduate. Uh, we threw a kid that was in high school last year. All right. Um, you know they, they're a decent team anyway. Uh, they're having a little trouble getting weekend wins in the SEC. So you play a higher RPI game. They really tried to win it. And on top of all that, have you guys ever went on vacation? Everybody's here went on vacation, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. When you get back from any vacation, you're not even playing a sport. That first day back, you probably don't. You you're just not you're not killing it at work, you know. <laughs> so these guys are probably a little bit tired. They looked a little sluggish out there. Um, sucks to lose, but uh, I don't know. I I, th- I think that that game anyway was pretty much secondary to a weekend Sun Belt series. So. Here comes James Madison in the town, just like just like uh, caller was talking about earlier, <laughs> um, and we swept them right. Game one, I'm gonna get you guys thoughts on this in just a minute, but just some some hot spots uh, for for what happened during the game. It was just weird. Tanner got lit up. Uh, the defense kicked it around. Southern Miss was down, got out hit by six hits, still found a way to win. Won this game seven to six. Uh, what, what were you guys thoughts on this game? It was different. You know, it was, like you said, it was weird. It wasn't like uh, earlier in the season when Tanner Hall struggled a little bit. You know, he kind of got the ball up. He was getting the – he was locating the ball down. They were just on it. And it was a lot of these singles that were happening, kind of falling in front of the infielders – or the outfielders, right? So, Mm -hmm. it was not like they were ripping the cover off of it. They were just getting in in spots and getting base hits and – you know, it was, it was, it was different, but I was, it was glad to, you know, kind of see, um, you know, the kind of resolve we have. And then, you know, Sibley comes in and, and does well again. And, um, you know, and then Storm comes in and, and shuts the down. So it was, it was glad to win. I mean, like, it, but it, it was weird, you know, it seemed, it didn't really seem like a Friday night. It seemed more like a Sunday game. Well, earlier in the year, we almost would find ways to, uh, not, not that we had a horrible record, but we, there's probably a lot of games that if we played them right now, we would come out on the winning side of it. We're finding a way not to get it done. And, and this game is just, just, you know, it's, it, we found a way to get it done. Yep. You get out hit, you kind of get out pitched and you make more errors than the other team. That's like in football. If you, you know, don't run the ball well, turn it over a lot. Um, <laughs> you know, everything that, that you're supposed to do, right. right. We still won the game. Not to mention that, Etzel got it going a little bit again. Yeah, Etzel he did. Two for four. Sarge, two for four. The homer, he continues to, to heat up. 
Nicky ball game. We talked about him. He goes one for two, two walks, two runs scored on an RBI. And I mean, you mentioned Sively and, um, and storm, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this, that's honestly, that's, I think the first time this year, not the storm hasn't done well, but when storm came in and he was on a damn mission yeah. and he looked like a closer to me for the first time this year, he only had to get one out, but Sively tried his best. I think was the tying run was on third, winning run was on second, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Storm comes in, four pitches, you know, strikeout, ball game. That's what you do as a closer. Um, all improves to seven and two on the season. That was Storm's fourth save of the season. And that leads us to game two. Pilo, you want to get us caught up on game two? Yeah. So another uh, interesting kind of uh, tidbit from uh, stat guy said that he let us know that James Madison had gone six and one in game twos of their weekend series. So uh, they lost at Florida state opening weekend, but won six straight since. So uh, they, you know, may have not done well on Friday nights either, but, you know, really bounced back. So Southern Miss uh, added another in the loss column for him, winning the game by a final of seven to one Billy Oldham, uh, man, uh started and looked really impressive six innings of one hit baseball eight strikeouts and was cruising before uh the monsoon uh happened uh, and i'll let you jump into that because i was there yeah so uh, so but, but no you're right oldham was man. absolutely he was doing his better tanner hall impression yep. yeah you know or nick samlin or whoever our ace has been over the past decade he was absolutely cruising his parents were in town yep uh, you know he's from way up in the northeast connecticut um, his, his parents were in town and we all knew the rain was going to come. We thought we've had a chance to get it in, especially with that kind of game. It was right. zero to zero through six. Both pitchers are cruising. I'm like, all right, we need to score one run. <laughs> yeah. Let's, you know, win this thing and get the hell out of here before the rain hits. Well, didn't work out. Um, but, uh, after the rain delay, uh, which dude, when I showed you up. guys, I don't know if you got any kind of rain like we did up there, rock, uh, in Madison, but I mean, we were hanging on to the tent, trying not to let it blow away. There's like 15 of us in the entire, uh, roost. And there's a bunch of people up under the grandstands, I think, but that was some serious, serious, serious rain. And to have no offense at that point, And then I know Pilo's going to update us on the rest of this, but after that, the bats just came alive. Right. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I uh, decided to kind of wait it out. I knew they were going to restart at some point, hung yeah, with the family. Get there when you can. Yeah, you know, spend some time with the family, went to the movies, um, and I had a good time. And then I saw the I saw your tweet about the 445, and I was like, oh, I can make that. So, again, it's at this point, what, we're 0-0. It's the sixth inning, is that right? Or is it the seventh? Mm-hmm. Um Six complete. Yeah, so four and a half hours of a delay. Uh, six complete going into the seventh, and here we go. Dickerson goes two for five. Slade Wilkes goes two for four with a bomb and three RBIs. Black Johnson, two for four. Nikki Ball game goes one for three on the day. First homer as a Golden Eagle, two runs scored, and two RBIs on the day, and a pretty special uh, horn blow. Uh, we'll get into that. Oh, that's right. And uh, Will Armstead <laughs> kind of took care of uh, the rest. Three innings pitched, uh, three hits, two Ks, one earned. Ball game. So talk I'm, about that. I'm glad. I'm glad that you brought up that that horn blast. I yeah. almost forgot. 
So after the delay, anybody who's listened or come to a game, you hear that massive horn sound from the end of the roost. Mm -hmm. That's right next to us. And uh, John Adams usually, uh, he's, he's the guy with the horns. And he rings it, or he blasts it most of the time. If not him, Robert or Kevin or somebody. But anyway, nobody was there <laughs> afterwards. Um, after that delay, nobody was there. They're all over at Ladner's. And um, so we're, they're starting the game back, and I called Robert, and I was trying to get him to explain to me how to work these things. I'd never done it. So he did, and we figured it out. Mm -hmm. And then Slade hits the homer. We all get up the ladder. Up the ladder. Yep. And we did not know that there, there's a little safe. <laughs> and John was like, yeah, man, I see, you know, I can't hit it with my elbow and accidentally blow the horn during the game. So we put in a safety switch. I was like, well, you know, you told us about 15 different things about how to work those horns. That not being no one safety of them. switch. Yeah. So as Slate, like after he crossed the plate and was heading into the dugout, then we figured it out. But it was kind of too late to just, you know, honk real quick. <laughs> so we let it go. Luckily. Um, Nikki ball game hits his first, which that's my guy, right? Anybody who listens to this just my guy. And I've just happened to be the guy that got up there first to ring it. And um, so, yeah, the only time I've ever hit the horns is yep. for Nikki. And it was an absolute bomb. Uh, and then after the game, Pilo really laid into the horns. Yeah. I got my money's worth. I was, I was sitting up there ready to go. I was making sure I kept checking. I was like, that's one out, right? Because you really can't see the scoreboard from if you're sitting, no, you can't. there's the tree in the way. So I was like, they're going to punk me and be like, that's the third out. And it's only two outs. And I'm just, oh, you know, laying on it. Yeah. Uh, so I made sure. And I saw the team kind of run out. So I was like, I'm going to, this may be my only time to ever do it. So I fired it and kind of did some, you know, on, yeah. off, on, off and little, a little one at the end. So if you go back and listen to the broadcast, uh, you can pull it up on the ESPN plus, you can hear the the two horns from us, but my daughter got a huge kick out of uh of doing it I actually got back from sunday's game and she's like dad did you fire the horn today i'm like no i didn't do the horn today but uh it was awesome for sure yeah charlie got a nice picture of you up there too. yeah that was cool uh game three lots of fun again lots of horn blasts 15 to 2 golden eagle victory in just seven innings complete and utter ass whooping uh golden eagles out hit the dukes 15 to 3 scored early scored often had three in the first Three in the second, four in the third, five in the fifth. Very fun day at the Pete. Slade and Sarge went back-to-back -back in the third inning. The place went absolutely nuts. Fifth inning rolls around. They're next Slade to and Sarge. Yeah, Slade <laughs> and Sarge go back-to-back -back again. Crazy. I thought the horn was going to run out of air. That thing <laughs> runs off a compressor hooked up to a generator. And they just they were blowing it so often that, uh, you know, it was... It was I, th I thought I was going to run out just like Chad has run out of whiskey there. It looks like um, everybody got in on the action on the day. Dickerson four for five with four runs scored. <clears throat> have a day. That's awesome. That's how'd you like to go four for five with four runs scored and kind of be like the backstory. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, he that's just a little was, bit, you know, says a little bit about how our offense is, is rolling these days, but yeah. So uh, Dickerson four for five, Etzel three for three, two stolen bases, four runs scored. Wilkes, two for four with eight RBIs, two homers. Sergeant stays hot, three for four, three R so and yeah. again, Sergeant three for four, three RBIs, um, and and hit those two homers and stole a base. Sarge, you know. But 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 so Wilkes with the eight RBIs. Well, the reason Sergeant Sarge didn't have all these RBIs, because every time I
on his freaking own base because of Wilkes. <laughs> right. Wilkes just cleared the bases. And Sarge yeah. is like, really? I just got to hit a solo every time. But, you know. And and this guy here, Nico, uh, Rock's boy, Nico uh, Mazza got the start. And we, I, this might have been the last draw. You know, this might have been like the last little hurrah for, for Nico. Uh, ever since he got that Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week thing, he's just had like a bad month. Yeah. Uh, the stuff's always been there. And we've been waiting on that Sunbelt Pitcher of the Week thing to reemerge. He looked good. Fastball right. was 93 to 95. Um, lots of first pitch strikes. That's so crucial. Yeah, I love good to see love what I saw in the first inning. Yeah, first inning, he throws eight pitches and gets two outs really quickly. We're thinking, okay, we're gonna have a 10 pitch inning, get out of this thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he kind of struggles with that third out, but then he comes, you know, then they score one run. And then uh when he comes back out in the second it was like he settled in and just really started throwing. That was really good to see him um, kind of settle in and, and really find it. Well, while we're waiting on Matt Adams to to come back and, and hopefully this is just shoulder stiffness and I, I haven't heard, but um, you're going to need guys like Neef. We're going to make a run at this thing, right? We're really going to do it. And your Saturday guy goes down. You're going to need guys like Nico to, to do what they can to, and he can be absolutely dominant. So he goes five innings, five Ks, three walks, one iron run. Rhodes and Dawson kind of came up, kind of came in and just closed it out. Uh, Nico improves to four and one on the season. Southern Miss with a sweep. It was awesome. Chad, what are your thoughts on a sweep? Yo, I love a good sweep. I mean, uh, oh, what I was to that question. Thanks, Bump. No, uh, I thought that, you know, we played extremely well uh, over the weekend. Um, you know, uh Saturday, you know, it was just one of those pitchers duels. Uh and you know the uh Toto blessed the range and here they came and uh shout out to you Marchant. But no, I think we played really well. Um I was excited to see the boys um light it up. I was excited to see uh the bats come alive finally. Uh no knocks against Grill because you know I think Grill's the guy. Um, it, it, you know, you, well, play baseball. You know, uh, I mean, everybody goes into that little that, that that little S word followed by the lump. You know, bats go cold. It's baseball. It happens. You know, so people knocking on Grill, just shut the hell up. Uh, he knows more about baseball than you've ever forgotten. So, shut uh, up. Quit, quit knocking Creole. No, I was excited to see the boys and the bats come alive. Um, you know, uh, the uh, Sunbelt uh, Conference, you know, uh, I think the talent that JMU has, ODU, uh, Marshall, South Al, uh, and Ulala, you know, I think the talent here is uh, – a little bit more fierce, more competitive than we had in that other conference we were in that plays on gas station TVs. Um, so I was excited to see the boys come alive and uh, show that uh, what they're made of. And, hey, don't let the Eagles get hot because uh, we're coming for you. Matt, what about your boy Nico? I'd like to go back to Friday night. You know, it was one of the first times this season that, that we um, – had a gut check and, and we were able to come through and, and, and just gut it out and, and get the win. 
which I think led to the rest of the series. I, th- I think, you know, hopefully with the rain delay, no pun intended, it opened up the floodgates for the rest of the year with the, the offense mm-hmm. um, because we didn't slow down uh, once we came back from that rain delay. So uh, look forward to this week. Um, I guess we got LaTeX and Coastal this week. And if we could get four wins, that would be huge going um, for the rest of the season. So, oh, God. Man, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just for sure. I'm just ecstatic. We, we got, we got the sweep finally. It's been, it's been a while. Um, first one in Sun Belt. So, I look forward to seeing what we can do this week. Hope we can keep it rolling. Right. Speaking of this week, Pilo, um, Rock hit on it a little bit, but update everybody on who we got coming up. Yeah, so Tuesday, probably the day you're going to listen to this, uh, the 18th, uh, we are at Louisiana Technical. Uh, they are sitting at 19 and 18, 9 and 6 in their conference. Um, and they've won three games in a row. Congrats. Uh, and then after that, we're looking at Coastal Carolina, who just uh, landed at number 10 in this week's ESPN rankings. Mm-hmm. Um, they're good and they are yeah they're solid sitting at 23 11 11 4 in the sun belt uh they play a midweek versus college of charleston tomorrow night uh team average is sitting at 317 six guys hitting 300 or better uh Derek bender can mash he, uh, he has 11 homers on the year batting 356 uh also have graham brown batting 346 10 homes 16 doubles uh, Peyton Yields, uh, batting 374 and 22 of 24 stolen bases. Challenge accepted. Uh, Zach Beach with nine homers. So, obviously, you're hearing a lot of offense. Uh, team R- ERA of 6.31, 382 strikeouts on the year, but have given up 51 homers thus far. Yeah. Very good. Um, let's get into those polls. Uh, okay, so we – we we started to run a poll every single week on to the top talk. We haven't run one this week yet. Uh, but on the heels of our interview with Stevie Powers, we asked you what you would rather be a part of a game winning strikeout or a game winning touchdown pass. Uh, the 112 votes were cast and we have learned absolutely nothing because it was 50% for each of them. So <laughs> yeah, I tried to go in and like look exactly and see how close, but I, I couldn't find you it. You didn't do it on desktop. Yeah, I mean, I'm on a desktop. I, I I still didn't figure out how to do it. So they got some kind of crazy hacks over there or something. That's gonna that, that's gonna piss off Attack Eagles. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but after hey, uh, we can update everybody on Sunbelt standings. Um, it looks like, uh, coastal, obviously where we're going this weekend, uh, is sitting 11 and four, um, Louisiana at Lafayette is at 10 and five. Uh, your golden Eagles are also 10 and five old dominion at nine and six, Texas state nine and six, Troy and uh, Georgia Southern sitting at eight and seven and app state is seven and seven and everybody else, including our good friends over at South Al are below 500. South Dallas in this seven eight. There you go, guys. Where do you go? Yeah, with their with so one of their South players Al. talking trash on Twitter. So I mean, you know, whatever. Baseball polls. But it's South the national <laughs> baseball polls. An update on that. Baseball America. We're finally in it again. The last three shows we yes, haven't we back. haven't. I've just left it out. Right. 
We're finally yeah. in these things again. Baseball America, we're sitting at number 25. ESPN, number 24. D1 Baseball, number 24. Um, USA Today Coaches Poll, we're not in there, but we're one of those like receiving votes teams, and I didn't count it out because they go alphabetically, so I wasn't going to do that. Um, RPI, Warren Nolan has us at number 15. Strength of schedule, number 13. And that's only going to do, boy, if you can win a couple this week, right, at Coastal, Huge. where's that going to go? Um, so we're at number 15 RPI, strength schedule 13. Single digits. For reference, we always throw these guys in there. Mississippi State, RPI 24, strength of schedule 3. Ole Miss, RPI 53, strength of schedule 18. La Tech, or Louisiana Technical, who we play on Tuesday, RPI 142, strength of schedule 123. Cannot lose that game. Coastal Carolina. The, the big showdown, RPI number nine, strength of schedule number 10. So that's a, it's a heavyweight wow. match coming up this weekend. And, Ooh, and, and we spend a lot of time on baseball because we whoop ass at baseball. It wasn't yep. that long ago that we whooped ass at softball too. Sunbelt is really good at baseball and they're even better at softball. Um, but we have some All good right. news to report on softball now. So let's get to that. Softball sitting at 19 and 17, 3 and 11 in the conference. Sounds bad if you hadn't been listening to all the other shows. We've been over until this weekend. We had no midweeks, just the Sun Belt uh, set at Louisiana Monroe this past week, and we swept their ass about time. These girls really needed it. Mm-hmm. Game one, won this game two to nothing. Scored both in the fifth off a of Hannah Borden dinger. Morgan Linestock went the distance. She's got a 9-11 record on the season at that point. She goes seven innings pitch, two hits, 10 Ks, zero runs. Um, and just what a day for her. She, she's kind of been the, the horse all year and really needed her today, and we got it. Uh, Lady Eagles with eight hits on the day. Borden, Lee, and Taylor with two hits each. Got that first dub in the Sun Belt. Guys, especially Pilo, I know you're pretty close to this. What, what are your thoughts about that first dub? Yeah, I mean it's um, it's been a lot. I mean it's it's I know it's been tough on the girls and the team um, to kind of, hey guys, welcome to the Sun Belt. Uh, you're going to play the three best teams we got back to back <laughs> to back, and uh, and the one series out of that we had at home was the week of spring break where most people were gone. So. Um, yeah, I, it's huge. Um, I know that especially for the, I mean, not only the players, it's gotta be great for Natalie. Um, you know, everybody as a new, a first year head coach, like none of these players are hers, right? I mean, she hasn't even had a year right to recruit. So she's just kind of working with what she has. So, um, I I know that just like coach Hall, he's just said, you know, we, we have to, uh, kind of find a way, find a plan and, and kind of make wins happen and we're going to recruit hard. So, you know, that's kind of happening and, and we're trying to, uh, you know, use what we got and, uh, and man, just, you know, helps when your pitcher goes the distance complete game and, and only gives up two hits. So, uh, you know, you're going to win some games like that. And we did enough offensively. So I think they're still trying to figure it out. Um, but, Again, it was a great start to the weekend. And that theme is going to continue through games two and games three. We already mentioned that we swept, but game two won this game three to one. Scored uh, two runs in the first off a Jana Lee Homer, got one in the second, and that was good enough. Um, only four hits on the day, but but Paige Kilgore took care of the rest. 
She goes six innings, five hits, one run, zero Ks, which means that the defense played good, right? No strikeouts. Right. 73 pitches through six innings. That's a lot of pitching to contact and guys making uh, – ladies uh, making the plays. Five and two record on the season for Page. And who else, uh, after Paige comes out of the game, who do you think came in? Line stock. <laughs> she gets the save her first of the year. She's everywhere. Um, two low-scoring games in a row. Two great pitching performances in a row. Game three, same thing. Another low score. Won this game two to one. Uh, line stock, again, goes the distance. <laughs> Improves to 10 and 11 on the season. So if you're keeping score at home, that's two wins and a save of the three of the three uh, of the of the summer games, right? That's pretty All important, right. pretty impressive. Seven innings, seven hits, three Ks, one walk, one earned run. Natalie Taylor hit a double. Scout Jennings hit a triple and drove in a run. Yeah, uh, and Pilo kind of wrapped it up with with what we how we think about the the softball season thus far and what Natalie Taylor has has got going on. Um, up next for the ladies versus Coastal Carolina in Hattiesburg over at the Blade. Games are Friday at 5 o'clock, Saturday at 2 o'clock, and Sunday at 12 o'clock if you're thinking about heading by there. And a quick update on the Sunbelt standings. ULL is in first place with a 14-1 record, Marshall 11-2, South Owl 11-4, Troy 10-4-1, James Madison 8-7, and nobody else in the conference has – a winning record, just pretty top heavy, but it's, they're awesome, right? <laughs> all those teams have right. 11 and 14 yeah. wins because like they're beating all these other people. So, um, and one thing, one thing to add with baseball being on the road, these games will be, uh, streamed on uh, ESPN plus this weekend. So we can't do it at the same time. Like if baseball and softball were at home. Um, so the fact that baseball's out, we will be streaming, uh, softball live. So you can catch those on ESPN if you, if you can't make it. Very good. Um, Lady Eagles, uh, as we mentioned, they are 11, uh, three and 11 uh, in the Sun Belt, but we're not in last. App State's only got one win. So suck it, App. Um, <laughs> basketball news, same deal. Jay Ladner's got a bunch of basketball camps coming up. Like the whole month of June. If you want to go to a basketball camp, then June is like, is the time for you because June. All right. Don't go to the beach. Yeah. Go to RGC. Uh, literally, nope. there's one, two, three, four, five, six of these things. Um, yep. The one that I am looking at is the one on June 13th. No, I'm sorry. The one on June 14th and 15th, Little Dribblers, ages five through eight. Um, God bless you. Who's ever out there trying to do that thing? Um, I'll probably go and sit as high as I can in the stands and just watch because um, that's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> BYOB. <laughs> Sign up for yeah. any of these camps. And, and, and look, and, and we kind of made fun of it there, but there, there's there's elite shooting camps. There's team camps. There's all-American camps. There's a high school shootout. Um, so it's a lot of good things going on over there. Team you, team camps, yeah. too. High school teams, uh, junior high teams. You can find out all you need to know at jladnerbasketballcamps.com or just call over to the office and talk to Garland or somebody over there. Sutter Miss Golf, Pila, take it away. Yeah, so uh, the men's team wrapped up, uh, I guess, their regular season, right, um, with a win over our friends at South Owl. Mm-hmm. 
uh, four and a half to one and a half in a match play championship that was played down on the coast at Grand Bear. So anytime we beat those guys, doesn't matter if it was uh, pickleball or whatever, I'm excited. Yeah, checkers. Uh, yes. Uh, and next up uh, is the Sunbelt Championship in Madison at the Annandale Golf Club four-day tournament. Uh, that starts on April the 23rd and goes to the 26th. I think Chad, and the ladies. I think Chad and I may be uh, up there for that at the uh, tournament. So yeah. if, if anyone's planning on going, give us a shout. We'd be uh, glad to say hello. Yeah, Very cool. I may have to make sure. a quick. I may have to make a quick work trip to Ridgeland and uh, make that on happen. Monday. Hey, I mean, why not? That's a work day. Come on up. Yeah. Have a couple of beverages. Yeah. So next uh, are the ladies are currently in ninth place out of thirteen teams in the Sun Belt Championship going on in Daytona, Florida at LPGA International. And that tournament uh, wraps up tomorrow on the 18th. All right. What about foodie talk, bro? You said you have a good foodie talk for this week. Yeah, I mean, I, I just Not have really. to. Yeah, come Chad's, on, Chad's Chad. favorite <laughs> no, Don't hate. No, in, 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 no in, my defense, in my defense, I don't hate the foodie talk. I don't. I love the foodie talk. I don't love it as much as Pilo does, you know, because, you know. You just I have mean, to spice it up, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, anyway, uh, it's, it's not it was, really. It was a, some, go ahead. Go ahead. No, so with, with, with your pasta, 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 laia, pasta, yeah, jambalaya, so, pasta, yeah, that. So this week, uh, it, it wasn't really highlighted by a special, like a restaurant or anything. Uh, but if you're looking for a restaurant recommendation and you're coming to the Hub City, just check out Hub City Eats uh, on Instagram because uh, that's the place to know where good food is in Hattiesburg. Uh, but this week, uh, yesterday, actually, uh, Sunday's game, I mean, it was crazy. Like, I was walking out to our spot in the roost, and I literally was stopped by, like, seven people before I ever made it to our yeah, roost spot. I'm like, hey, Pilo, you want some food? Hey, we got some food. You want some food? And I take like five more steps. Hey, you getting some food? And then I heard the word, "Hey, Pilo, come down and have some pastelaya." And I was like, "Sold." Uh, and so Sutton and uh, Sutton's group and over at Roost Spot Twenty Five and the Russos, uh, man, they cooked up some incredible pastelaya. We ended up fixing a couple bowls and taking it up to Baker and Russell, and they talked about it on the broadcast. So if you listened uh, to the broadcast on Sunday. Uh, the pastelaya was, was definitely the talk of the roost. And if you're wondering what the heck is pastelaya, it's essentially jambalaya minus the rice, and you just put in pasta instead. So it was like a bow tie pasta uh, with the same kind of flavor of jambalaya and like uh, some chicken, some sausage. Uh, it was delicious. You know, Pilo, this yeah. is the best foodie talk you've had. <laughs> the entire year well, hey, thank you because you had yeah. you, you had me at pasta and then called him a liar jambalaya what because it's on fire <laughs> the pasta liar <laughs> was on fire well hey i think i'm gonna add is, uh, i'm gonna add to the the foodie talk for just a second because i did the same thing that pilo did and making the turn around the corner down there in, in the roost and so the pasta liar was the first thing and then i uh, hit up uh 
about halfway down um jim gillespie and slade and all them and so they mm -hmm. made biscuits and sausage the link sausage and so we had sausage biscuit sitting right there oh, oh, oh. So i was pretty much after the pastelaya and the sausage biscuit and that's before we even get to our spot and our spot sarah Catherine's making pancakes early game so we got pancakes down there and along with the pancakes my wife made a breakfast pizza with um just a cheese base on there and we had uh like bacon cheese and sausage on it anyway it turned out great i was Solid. full as i could be uh, it was like one of those days, there's, there's lots of times in the roost where you're like, damn, nobody's cooking today. Crap. I got to buy, go buy like a $9 sausage dog. Right. Then there's other days where, you know, I, I, I ate way too much and we didn't even yeah. finish everything that we had. So, so it was fantastic, but yeah, very worthy of a foodie talk. I thought as well. Um, one of the newest segments on this show has been the tweet of the week. Did it last week for the first time. The tweet of the week is just something we think is really good. Um, doesn't have to be at to the top talk. Uh, it doesn't hurt your chances if you do tag us in it. But for, right. for the and, and Pila, we were trying, we were going over this earlier. I was like, who do you think, man? I had like this one and that one, and there's a bunch of good ones out there. But but Pila brought this one up. He's like, you know, I think anything that Southern Miss baseball tweeted out this weekend would be good. I was like, that is a really good answer. So Especially on Sunday. <laughs> yeah, so I went back <laughs> oh, and sure. looked. And uh, so the one we went with uh, was Center Miss Baseball. And all it says is, is this good? Question mark. Asking for a friend. Question mark. Question mark. And it has a graphic of Slade Wilkes smiling. And one column says, today's RBI, eight. James Madison runs this series, eight. <laughs> Savage. So it was it was great. It it well at the time we put this in here, it had like forty seven thousand views. So whoever's running that account, I don't know who's doing it, but but we've got some. There's been some life injected into the social media account for Southern Miss baseball, and whoever you're doing, I mean, just I'm bravo, a, yeah, killing it, yeah. And then some people made some comments about you know like like oh I can't believe we would do that like but you know it you have to understand the strategy here at that a that's the trend in college sports right now, especially with Twitter accounts and new, new conferences and rivals. But also you saw the number 47,000. And there was another one about the Slade Wilkes being uh, James Madison's daddy. Uh, they may be a founding father, yeah, father but James of the Madison, year or something. Yeah. Right. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, like they're a founding father, but uh, they call Slade Wilkes daddy. Right. Uh, so that, that tweet, it had 180 something thousand Could have went with that. Uh, views. Honestly, you can pull up the Southern Miss baseball feed and you can run through it. And that's just the one that we picked. Yeah. There was a bunch right. of them that were worthy. Um, yeah. But like that but, kind of traffic is, is uh, invaluable for our program and for our, uh, for our school and stuff like that is views and, you know, stuff like that gets picked up by these national outlets and barstool and stuff, stuff like that. So, um, you know, chill out boomer. If you don't like the tweet. Talking to you, Chad. Just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> what, what, what? I was not. It was, it was, it was, okay. it was to okay. Joe. It was to Damn, Joe. I'm just kidding. Who, I, just serious. I didn't know if you would wake up. You know I didn't know what? if you would wake up when I said that. What? So, <laughs> no, I was just, I was trying to, I was trying to respect the show and keep my mouth shut. You know, let you guys 
do you think you brought professional and stuff like that? Yeah, but doesn't sound like us at all. McCall, that is true, but I was trying to be nice. Okay. You know, I'm a guest on the show and trying to be polite. Mailbag was awesome this week. Thank you so much to everybody that turned in the voice memos. Don't slack on this, man. Get off your ass. Get up in here. That's uh, basically like a voicemail. You you just record a message, a rant, happy birthday wish, whatever you want. Email it <clears> to <throat> us. Just hit record on the voice recorder that's on your phone and send it over. It's You hit the button to record it. Okay, you hit the button to get in the app. You hit the button to record. Then you hit one more button to email it. Three clicks, right? Doesn't take very long at all. And do it. If Jason can do it. If I can do it. Can right. Do it. And I explained it. I think I explained <laughs> no. it accurately. You did. No. If, 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 if SBC refs can do it, anybody can That's do fact. it. That's fine. That guy is a jerk. Very good point. Um, but thanks to those that, that, that summons, SBC refs and, and listener James, um, you guys are now famous. So you're welcome. Um, Infamous. Hilo, hit us with that merchandise activity once more. Yeah. So again, like we talked about earlier, uh, I know it's been a while. It seems like an eternity since the beginning of the show, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, make sure you check out our link. It is linked on all of our social uh, networks, but it's bonfire.com slash store slash to the top talk. And we are running a 10% off sale with code SMTTT on all of our baseball merch right before we get out of here there is a we had a couple more tidbits of sutter miss and related news uh tanner hall picked up uh, picked as the sutter sunbelt conference pitcher of the week once again after his masterful performance versus old dominion last week seven and two thirds just one run surrendered kudos to you mr hall once again the guy's a machine um and a lot of Southern Miss baseball players are in the pros now, and they're getting it done. There's probably more than this. I just I found this scrolling through Twitter. Dalton Rogers struck out eight <clears throat> in four innings in his debut with Salem. Wow. So things are looking up for him. And Matt Walner's on the on the big league roster. I'm not sure he's got an at bat yet. I don't know if he has any stats, but um, he's in the bigs with with the Twins. So that's really cool. Dustin back. Dickerson, our boy, is currently on a 14 game hitting streak. Hope I didn't just jinx him. Uh, and one more yep. thing about Slade Wilkes before we go. Slade Wilkes tied Sutter Miss school record for RBIs in a game and recorded his 13th and 14th homers of the season in USM's run rule win over James Madison. This is a this is a tweet that I completely stole from Andrew Abity. Uh, you can follow him at Andrew Abity on Twitter. He's a really good writer for the Pine Belt Sports. Don't forget, you guys, we are sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill. We will be there Friday after the after the round of golf. It is always the place to be yep. pre- and post-game for every USM sporting event. They have all the games on if you can't make it to the game. $9.95 plate lunches Monday through Friday. Home-style plate lunches. They have drink specials all the time. Go in there, ask for Slade, and just say, like, what's the good deal? And he'll tell you about it. Um, tag us on social when you go by there so you can get a shout-out. Speaking of shout-outs... We are to that point of the show. Chad, lead us off. Oh, man. Uh, man first off, I got to say, you know, shout out uh, to you, Bump, Philo, Matt, uh, for all the help with this golf tournament. 
um, without Joe's help, this thing, we, we couldn't pull it off. And uh, this thing would be sitting somewhere in a parking lot at uh, La Tech if uh, Matt had come up with this idea to do it. Um, huge shout out uh, to all of our sponsors that I, pre that I previously mentioned. Uh, without them, you know, this thing uh, would not be possible. Uh, with all the money, that, with everything, all the money we we get uh, for the turn, you know, from this tournament that we're putting on, goes straight to the men's and women's golf team to be split 50 50. Uh, and one final, you know, in honor 50 50 of, between the golf teams, not 50 50 between us, just clearing that up. Yeah, that was that was the Elijah Craig talking. Sorry about that. <laughs> Thank you, PLO. Appreciate it. So uh to shout out to the whiskered, the whiskered, the wizard of whiskey himself, uh Shane Lot there at uh Eagles to the top, wherever the hell he is over there on uh the the, the Twitter verse. Tonight's thing <laughs> was brought to you by Elijah Craig. Uh, killed the bottle and uh, me rambling shows that I killed the bottle. We can tell. <laughs> hey, in my defense, Bump said, Hey, just be I yourself. Did say that. You did say that. And that I was, was like, my oh, bad. Shit, I'm scared. That was now. my bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was very much your bad. But no, but in all seriousness, though, thank you, Pilo, Bump, uh, and especially Matt, you know. Uh, for having this harebrained idea of, of a golf tournament for the uh, to the top talk uh, listeners to get together and uh, raise some money for the men's and women's golf teams there here at Southern Miss. Um, you know, we're on year three, and we've already, as Matt alluded to earlier, eclipsed last year's totals uh, for the for these athletes. Uh, here at Southern Miss, and then I'm really looking forward to uh, to the Top Talk Tour uh, 24 and uh, raising even more money. So those are my shout outs. Sorry, Matt, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first off, I want to shout out to Chad Liver for working overtime tonight. Um, that's uh, <laughs> Jay is. He's got to work tomorrow too. So no, no, I want to I want to give a shout out to my wife. Uh, I don't know how many people. Are around me at a sporting event, either at the Rock or Reed Green or the Pete, see what she has to put up with, or even an away game. Um, I, I'm 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 loud and obnoxious, and sometimes my no. sometimes my mouth, uh, you know, just in good fun. We, we we've had a couple run-ins in the past. I've I've been with uh, Chad when he's seen it. I've been with Pilo when he's seen it. Chop a cannibal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh no I, she is she's there through this thick and thin and she knows i love southern miss and she she's she's the best and then another shout out to to, to jason and pilo and and, and t-row and coop and all these guys that live in hattiesburg that have welcomed me um to tailgate and the roost and yeah. the past you know past couple years and it's, it's just been like i said just hanging out with you know, more people my age and less people my dad's age has been um, pretty pretty awesome the last couple of years. And we've had some big wins and, you know, some some big things happen the past two years that's even made it, you know, even more fun. So thanks for having me on. And um, 
yeah, we'll raise some money this year and try to raise some more money next year. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, I first want to give a shout out to Matt and 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 Chad for coming on, of course. Uh, but I, I was thinking about this last year's tournament. Uh, Matt and I were paired together on the first day, and I didn't really know Matt very well, and so we actually kind of first met, hung out, you know, during that eighteen holes um, on Friday of last year for the first time, and then we ended up becoming really close, and both. Uh, his wife and my wife are, are good friends as well. And we took the trip down to Tulane and, uh, and then Matt as well uh, went with me to the masters. So, uh, you know, we had a good friendship kind of start from the, from the tournament. So uh, I thought that was kind of cool. I just realized that, that it's been a year. So it uh, feels like an eternity, but uh, no, I also want to give a shout out to Jeff uh, Russo and, and Sutton and Russo spot 25 for um the pastelaya and no just me hanging out. there Miles we go Rice. Um, yeah yeah i think sunday was that day where i just i kind of bounced i don't know if i was ever at our spot for very long in the roost i kept kind of going around and and also uh shout out to aaron hall uh as well for hanging out with him this weekend in the roost and um yeah looking forward to uh this weekend it's gonna be a blast Absolutely. Yeah, big shout out to Aaron, man. He hooked us up with beer on Sunday. We all ran out, and the game was at eleven thirty, so we got up hey, to go get you know to load up before the game. And uh, no beer stores, right? <laughs> Don't sell it till twelve. So a little bit of an issue. Shout out to Aaron. Say what? Yeah. Um, Welcome to Mississippi. Also, shout out to Doug, a guy I met from James Madison. Hung out with him a little yeah. bit in the Roost. There are some other people I can't remember their name. They're all great, and um, most of the people that do come that make that kind of effort to get to a road game um, are ready to to get down, and they just they fit right in with the roost most of the time. These guys are no different. Uh, invited us out to James Madison. They're like, "Look, we've got something like this, but there's only like four cars. But you guys are we're going to give you like the 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 red carpet treatment. So come on. So if I ever make it over there, I'm damn sure going to take them up on it." Um, they were very right. complimentary. We're find yeah. Doug. They were very complimentary of, of everything, man. The the city, the campus, the bars, the everything, hospitality. So it was it was it was fun hanging out with those guys. Shout out to um, a good friend of ours and listener of the show, Doctor Royals. He's being inducted into the PRCC Athletic Hall of Fame. Of course, he was a standout baseball player there. Um, back in the day, drafted out of Pearl River by the Detroit Tigers, went, had some injuries, decided to go to med school. I guess that worked out, right? <laughs> now, now, now yeah. like, literally, I mean, not only is he a good buddy, but he's one of the best surgeons in the country, just fellowship trained and had offers from all over the place. Um, chose uh, the Hattiesburg Clinic. Just a hell of a dude, a uh, great friend, and congrats to you, sir, on your induction into the hall of fame man. that was that was fantastic and that is just about going to wrap it up everybody thanks you guys for coming on tonight um and and talking about the golf thing and all that we'll look forward to seeing you in just a few days but thanks to everybody out yep. there that listened in today whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on remember you can follow me at bumper j bailey and patrick at p lowry you can follow us on all the socials at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top. Talk. Oh.
Mississippi State. Ask Mississippi State. Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, Realtor Extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. 